Yo, what is up? Welcome to the Whoop and Shoot podcast. It is Troop here. And I'm Whoop. And on this podcast, we're going to be talking about Nuggets and Lakers games one and two, Heat and Celtics game three, and a recap of week two of the NFL. So to start us off with the scores, Lakers took game one, 126-114, and they also won game two, 105-103. Now to start us off with game one, Whoop, who was the biggest factor in the Lakers having this pretty big win? Well, the biggest factor was obviously Anthony Davis. Scored 37 points. Had 10 rebounds of 12 to 21 shooting. Just had a really good all-around game. Um, basically kind of scored at will, did kind of what he wanted, and um, just played a really nice game. And then you had players. LeBron had 15 points and uh, 12 assists and six rebounds. He only took 11 shots, but a, a very efficient game, six of 11. They really, you know, controlled controlled the pace of the game and really just came out and set the tone and just really never looked to be in danger of this game. Mm-hmm. Really just, you know, stayed in front the whole time. Um, great contributions by Dwight Howard and uh, Rajon Rondo. Um, Dwight Howard, I mean, I'm pretty sure he had, yeah, he had 13 points. You know, just, you know, I think he did really good defensively on Jokic, um, kind of roughed him up down low uh, mm-hmm. and just was a really good defensive presence there. And then Rondo's playmaking, he had nine assists and uh, just was a really good, you know, spark for them. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Lakers had control of that game from the get-go. Mm-hmm. They just maintained the lead, and just, the Nuggets really never got into it and had a, really, had a chance. And it was kind of similar to game two, except the Nuggets turned it around in that third quarter, right. you know, actually coming back. But back to game one, they really just never ha- turned it around. As you said, yeah. AD dominated. LeBron was facilitating. Same with Rondo. Jokic yeah. and um, Murray both had 20. They both had 21 points. And, yeah. and they didn't shoot bad from the field. Like, Jokic had 8 of 14, respectively, and so did uh, Murray. Well, not – Murray had seven shot yeah. seven to twelve from the field, so their both of their shooting percentages weren't bad. Just the Lakers really just you know their defensive presence all around was you know enough to like kind of throw them out of rhythm. And yeah. um, despite them shooting pretty decent from the field, it, you never really kind of felt like they you know had a true chance of winning this game. Mm-hmm. Um, you always felt like you know the Lakers were in control here. And now to move to game two, it was a pretty similar story. The Lakers maintained control from the start. Had a 10 or so point league throughout the game. And then once it got to the start of the fourth quarter, moving in through it, it ended up being tied 82. And that's right. really where the Nuggets kind of had a shot to change it around. And it, it kind of flowed, you know, as it, it ended 105-103 with that big shot from AD. Yeah, a huge shot. A great shot by but him. But just um, it's a big testament to, you know, the Nuggets actually had a chance to almost steal a game for the Lakers pretty much. Right. And just the Lakers – Big showing up in big moments. AD in his first ever big playoff series, really coming through, which is good for a young player yeah. to good see from him. Because LeBron, I'm, um, I may be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure he went like two eleven from the field total in the second half. Like he had a great, he he came out and really you know kind of like punched the Nuggets yeah, in the had, mouth in game two. He was like he had twenty points on eight to ten shooting at one time, and we're like, oh shoot, he's mad about the. Uh, Giannis won an MVP. You know, there's those going crazy. Nah, but he was doing mad about Bronny. Yeah, mad about Bronny. No cap. But nah. So we're like, oh man, um, LeBron's playing like yeah. this. Shoot, you know, they're about to. They could potentially blow this, blow this game open. You know, and, yeah, and take just, a and, really and, commanding two a lead. Yeah, and to say about the game one, although it ended up being a 12 point game, it didn't really feel like that. The Lakers had yeah. had a much bigger control than just 12 points. It right. kind of. Dwindled at the I end. Think, I it think, was a, it was a twenty point game for a, a lot of the yeah. Game. I think at one point, 
it was like 103 to 79 or something like that. It was like it was a big lead, and um, you know, the Lake uh, Nuggets kind of cut it short there. But but back to game two, yeah, just you know, good games by. Well, LeBron played well that first half, and Anthony Davis another solid game with 31, 11 to 23, 11 of 23 from the field with nine rebounds. But you know, we talked about how the Nuggets fought back in that third quarter, and um, you know, the Lakers had that lead. Nuggets fought back, made it close, and uh, just a you know a good effort by them. Jokic, that uh, the play before Davis mm-hmm. hit the three, a really good back down. On a great defensive, yeah, you yeah. know, defense, yeah, a really good, yeah, really good back down on um, Anthony Davis made a nice tough hook shot and oh shoot, you know, Nuggets, this would be a nice steal because you know you felt like in this game, as in game one, Lakers had momentum the whole game, felt like they were in control and they were probably gonna, you know, you know, win this pretty handedly and you know Nuggets fighting back and um, just you know props to them, but you know Anthony Davis with a huge shot there at the yeah. end, it's pretty. Pretty impressive. You know, we can give our predictions for game three, which I think should be interesting. You can go first, Woo. Who do you got winning game three? I think with the way the Lakers won is kind of demoralizing in a sense. It's got to be for any team. I know, yeah. you know, the Nuggets are the comeback kids. Mm-hmm. And, like, you, you know they're resilient. But I still think there's stuff there where the Lakers are the better team here and the Lakers will be feeding off of this momentum. Um and Nuggets may be a little down. You know, I think they'll get in a uh, good mental space, but, but losing like that is still going to have some effect on you in game three. So I, I think the Lakers will uh, win game three, and I think they'll uh, win the whole series. Uh, not Well, obviously win the whole series, but clean sweep. Clean sweep? Yeah. Now, I, I, could see, I could see it going sweep, you know, how the Lakers are playing and just how LeBron looks and just as a team – I can see. Y'all got an answer for AD. Yeah, I could see AD's going off in back-to-back games. Yeah. I could see him, you know, sweeping. But at the same time, my original prediction was Lakers in five, and I just see the. I can see the Nuggets really. If they're going to win one game, yeah. it's going to have to be Game Three. Then. Exactly. You know, so. Game Three is the one of the turnaround game. It's right. hard to not hard to lose, but usually it's tough for an NBA team to lose three straight games in a row. Yeah. So I could. I see the Nuggets. Hopefully, you know, Murray going off for like a forty-five. Right. He. He's been doing that all playoffs. He's he's bound to have one of those games in the series. Jokic, I could see, I could see Jokic going off in the, every single next game, and the Nuggets still losing. But they really need Murray to step up and be the one to have one of those crazy games. Yeah, for them to steal a game here, and that that, that that definitely is possible. I mean, I, we I don't want to sleep on Murray's ability to uh, essentially take over a game from the offensive standpoint. You know, mm-hmm. he can get buckets, um, kind of like whenever he wants in a sense, off that pick. And with the guys guarding him, I mean, it's not it's nothing he's going to be, you know, having to work for compared to, like, when Kawhi Leonard and those guys were guarding him. And it'd be interesting to see if if Murray does start to go off or something and they put, like, LeBron on him to, you know, try to cool him down, see what happens there. So that'd be interesting. But I, I could see Murray really uh, breaking open for a big game three just based off of who's guarding him. And uh, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they put, like, LeBron or something like Mm -hmm. that just to cool him down. But, yeah, for sure. For game three, if the Nuggets want to win, they're going to need huge games, not just, like, 25 or even 30. They're going to need, like, 40-point games from Jokic – I mean, uh, Murray and maybe Jokic. Yeah, Jokic is going to have to be obviously big. He's still their best player. Yeah, he's still – yeah. So So to move to game three of the Celtics-Heat series, we have the Celtics winning 117-106. Now, just to start off with it, we actually had a – Little little bet on this game. You, you really thought that he were about to go up three zero. I did. 
three out. I did, and you know, obviously I was wrong, but um, I really thought you know the Heat coming into this game, they went up two zero, and they were really just playing you know really well on the defensive end, and Goran Dragic and Bam in that pick and roll, you know, they really just gotten the uh, Celtics number there to, um, offensively, mm-hmm. and and but then watching Game Three, it's like. I didn't see enough ball movement out of the uh, uh, heat. I mean, yes, you want to take advantage of something that's been your best, you know, offensive, what they've been going to in the pick and roll with Goring yeah. and Bam. But you also don't want to kind of telegraph that. I kind of felt like they they tried to do a little bit too much with the pick and roll and off the dribble instead of moving the ball mm-hmm. and, you know, really getting spacing and stuff like that. And I think the Celtics, you know, they're a really good defensive team. They're not – I mean, it's worked two games in a row now where the pick and roll has, you know, burned them. But I think they did a really good job tonight with, you know, bouncing back, making adjustments. And they really just defensively, they forced a lot of, not, yeah. they forced a good bit of turnovers. I saw a number of times where, you know, Jalen Brown would rip Jimmy. Uh, Goran Dragic, they were, they were, whenever Goran would attack, he would be kind of not doing too much. Well, yeah, I guess doing too much in a sense where he would just pass it away and he had like, two straight turnovers and those are things that can't happen and you know the game was close like the you know the Celtics were you know kind of in control they were um winning by like you know eight to ten points most of this game and then Tyler Hero great second quarter out of nowhere you know hitting threes left and right oh shoot Heat about to make this a game and I mean the Heat are deadly when they're inside of like 15 points it's still a game no matter what with the Heat there so they cut it down to four it was like 40 to 36 and then there was like three straight turnovers committed by Jimmy. Um, and the Celtics and, yeah, really pulled away. From and that and they pulled on. they pulled away at the end and had all that momentum going into half yeah. and going into half. And that's when I was like, oh, I feel like the Celtics will probably win this game based off of that because, um, yeah, because there's a big momentum shift right there. And they really just carried the momentum throughout the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Big games from Jalen Brown, twenty six, seven and five. Also, Marcus Smart having another 20-point game. Mm-hmm. You knew Jason Tatum was going to have 25. I think he's averaging now 25 or 26 for this series. Yeah. And playing really well. The Celtics overall, I mean, it's game three. They just lost two straight. There was just no possible way they are going to lose this game. Yeah, and I think a, something you don't see from what the stats show is, uh, you know, Gordon, Hay- Gordon Hayward only had six points on two of seven shooting. But, it, but his impact was really big yeah. tonight is, you know, it kind of showed like how the Celtics missed him, how much they missed him because with him, they were a lot, it allowed them to open up the floor offensively a little more, yeah. you know, they could have, they couldn't better ball. Move, yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. Basically. Yeah. Better ball. Move. And also defensively, uh, there was a number of times where Gordon was locking up Jimmy and he was just, you know, he was, I was really surprised of how well he played defensively with his first game back. And it was just like, man, Gordon Hayward is a big piece of this team that nobody really thought. And I think that was – I mean, stats don't show, but I think he was a big piece of why they won this game and, you know, won by 11. Mm-hmm. He, he – on the offensive end, you know, he was making really good plays, you know, finding open teammates. He's just a smart player out there. And he's a guy who, who kind of manages the game and um, just opens up the floor offensively. So I thought that was a great, great big plus for the Celtics mm-hmm. In game three here, he also is a big help defensively. You know, he's a big yeah. guy, six eight. He can guard a lot of different guys. Versatile. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't have him in, doesn't put him in bad switching situations. Yeah. He can like kind of guard any player. Also, my boy Kimba Walker actually showed up in a big game for once yeah, out of twenty one. Yeah. Good for him to finally have a 
and pretty uh, pretty good game. And yeah, on, yeah and honestly, the, the big thing in this series is is uh, Kimball Walker showing up or not? Because I yeah. feel like if Kimball Walker shows up, I think the Celtics are the better team than the Heat. Whenever mm-hmm. the Celtics are playing at their strength, yeah. compared to the Heat, I think the Heat have like a better overall team. But if we're talking about starters, I think the Celtics starters mm-hmm. are stronger oh, than agree. the Heat. Agree, um, 100%. And really, just the big thing is, is you know, Kimball Walker hasn't really been you know, playing to his full potential. Yeah. And he's been kind of off and on. And you saw tonight when the Celtics are hitting, you know, four guys in, um, tw- with 20 points or more, you can see how lethal they can be on the defensive and offensive end. So just a really good game from them tonight. Now, who do you have winning game four? I got Celtics winning game four. That's a, that's what I was thinking. I, I, I mean – You um, did pick Heat in seven initially, so – Yeah, I think the Celtics – It would make sense to win this game. I think this – yeah, I think the Celtics now with Gordon Hayward back – um, I think with, you know, them kind of finding a rhythm, kind of like, okay, you know, we had a shot to win the first two, first two games. We were in, we were in those games. They were both mm-hmm. really close games. It could have gone our way. Um, now we've gotten one to fall. It's two, one. We're in this, um, it's, it's time for us to, you know, turn up the, uh, turn up the heat and, you know, and I think we'll see that in game four. I think. You know, we'll see a lot of Jalen Brown, a lot of Jason Tatum, you know, um, attacking, you know, basically. I think it's going to be a pretty similar game to game three. I mean, I did pick Celtics in six or seven, yeah, and I stay true to that. I still think they're going to win this series. So game four, I see kind of going the same way. Yeah. Big games from the Celtics starting five. It's just where the Heat starting five can really answer. Yeah. So my boy Bam still had a good game. You know, we talked, we bet on that. Yeah. Our points per game. We can get it out another time, but and, I mean, uh, another, the Heat starters didn't exactly show up well, like they have been. Yeah, well, I think uh, I think a thing with Game Four is that if the Heat can shoot well from the three point line for but Game Four, they besides would, Tyler Harrow, he did fine. Yeah, he he Everyone was fine, else. but they shot twenty seven point three percent from the three. You know, I think that was, that's a that's a big part of like, you know, mm-hmm. that's a big part of their offense is the yeah, three. You exactly. know, um, so I think if they shoot, you know, forty percent here, even like you know forty percent, I think they win. You know, I think they shoot 35%. And they they give themselves a legit shot. So, but I mean, I don't. I think the Heat's still going to win this series overall. I do. I think Heat win in seven. Um, Heat Heat in seven or six, uh, because I I think they're a really gritty team, and I just like I like having um, Jimmy Butler on that side of the ball. I think he's he's you know a winning player, and I think their whole team, you know, they're clicking right now, and I think you know, but yeah. I mean that's pretty much. I just like I just like them. I don't know. Yeah. It's just like kind of it's like a tough they got to so many guys. They got so many guys on that team who can like not shut down but contain you know the Celtics. And I don't see. I don't know how well Kim is going to play the rest of the series. Um, he has been off and on. You know he bounced back this game, but who knows what he's going to do? But because you know Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are going to bring it every night. They, yeah, they they've been really consistent on playing yeah. great defense and just constantly twenty or twenty five points. Mm-hmm. But Kimba, as you said, is going to be the biggest question mark. Having Gordon Hayward is really going to help him defensively. Yeah, I think that's one big thing. Um, the Heat didn't shoot well in Game Three, and I think just that they shoot well. I think that's just like the biggest thing for them going into Game Four. I think if they shoot well with, you know, their two main shooters, Tyler Hero and um, Duncan Robinson, I think they're. I think they give them a, themselves a really good shot to win. Not because, just them. You need Jimmy Butler. Well, yeah, you, you do. Crowder, you do, you, you know, need, all the, all the guys need to play well. I'm just saying, like as a you know, as a team, they got to shoot well. Yeah. But if you can get you know either one or two of those guys hot, then um, it's a huge plus for them. Well, it's definitely going to be an interesting rest of the series, and especially an interesting game four. So now to move on to our week two review, we start off with our Thursday night game. 
Browns, Bengals. What are some of your takeaways? Our boy Joe Burrow actually having a pretty big night. 30 points isn't bad. Baker Mayfield stealing the show, though, when the Browns win. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt both having big games, two touchdowns. Yeah, nice touchdowns. Um, Nice games from them. I think you know, Joe, Joe Burrow, I think he threw for uh, 316 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah. And he threw – he was like 37 to 61. You know, uh, that's a lot of that's, that's a lot of passes. Yeah. But I'm interested to see. I've kind of wanted to – I kind of want to know your thoughts on, like, could Joe Burrow be a player like Tom Brady in the future? Like a franchise quarterback who's, like, you know, got the intangibles, you know, very smart. You know, a, a player kind of like a Tom Brady, like the next Tom Brady, yeah, something I, like that. I don't know about saying he'd be the next Tom Brady, but I could definitely see Joe Burrow in the right system. Yeah. And with – the Bengals don't look like they're that promising as a spot for him to succeed. Yeah. But maybe later on in his career, maybe as the Bengals progress, I could see him being a good quarterback in this league for sure. Tom Brady, I don't know, but definitely a talented and a top quarterback in this league. I could see that happening. Yeah. Another game, talk about with our boy Saquon. Oh, man. It's terrible sucks. watching that injury, yeah. tearing his ACL yeah, against the Bears. Awful. It's um, terrible. And I think, you know, Big Mike picked the. Uh, Pick the Bears in this game, and they were up seventeen to nothing at half. And yeah. I, w- I was watching this game, and the Giants slowly but surely was just grinding their way back. And um, they had a chance at the end. I think with Saquon would have been a totally different story. Yeah, with, yeah. With Saquon, they would have, I mean, probably won this game honestly. Um, but they had a chance at the end to uh, win the game, and just uh, you know, Bears defense stayed strong, and they ended up losing. But, yeah, hoping Saquon gets better soon. Yeah, uh, Rams Eagles game. Dang, yo, Eagles. Yeah, we've been sucking. Now 0-2, 37-19, the Rams won. It was pretty – tell you, the Rams dominant. are legit. I think the Rams are good, good, but I think the Eagles also kind of suck, so don't look too much in this that's game true, for them. That's true. I don't even want to talk about it. It was pretty – It's kind of hard to tell who's going to be your – um, who's going to be like the really good teams compared to like the mediocre type things. Because... Yeah, it's kind of – you got to – I say you have to wait about four weeks and then you can really make a comment. Yeah, yeah. Now, I've, all, I've been said this team's going to suck. I actually both think both these teams suck, but – Falcons, Cowboys. Oh, the Atlanta man, Falcons the are an embarrassment of a football team. You know, there's one thing. Matt Ryan had a literal perfect game. You cannot ask yeah. for more. And they still really they still too. somehow find a way to lose to the Cowboys. You know, on that onside kick. Fantastic kick by Greg Zerline, by the way. Oh, yeah, but, but boy, what are the, jump on the what ball. What are the Falcons doing Jump there? on the ball. All they literally got to do, they could just kick the ball out. It's still going to be their ball. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's common sense there. It's like holy cow! And then, um, but props to the Cowboys kicker. I mean, that was game, nice game winner there. But uh, I wanted to say that, dude, Calvin Ridley is the real deal. I wish I hadn't traded him in fantasy. Okay, you, I, <laughs> I, mean, I still got Alvin Kamara you, for it. You got to think. I think he's good, but the, before the season, the started. Falcons have been playing in two high-scoring games, like. There's a ton of passing going on, so you gotta wait till the Falcons are playing in a game. We gotta run the ball more. I don't. I think I, I don't know if Calvin Ridley's like. Uh, he's gonna be the top five player. Many, top, not top five player, but top five wide receiver. Throw? How many times? In like oh, only tw- he was 24, 36, 273 yards and four touchdowns. That's a that's a good game. I mean, I don't know why I thought he threw more times. You know, the Falcons really seem like a pass heavy offense, but thirty six is actually like not that bad. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think uh, but I was gonna say like I think Calvin Ridley in two three years will be top five. Uh, Wide receiver in the league. I can see that. He's uh, um, he's him and him and Julio Jones. That's a nice that's a nice combo there at the wide receiver core. And I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if the uh, Falcons, you know, maybe may possibly sneak into the playoffs. Oh no, no, no. let me let me just shut you down there. The Falcons are not making the playoffs. (laughs) I I don't know if this game didn't tell you anything. I think they could. They played literally 
I'm not gonna say their best game, but almost their best game, and still try, still lost. I mean, I mean, they're 0 two right now. Uh, what do they? Who do they, they have rest of the schedule? Like, what's their schedule like? Let's see. I think, I think it's gonna be kind of tough. Yeah, you got to think about who they play in their division. They have. I mean, they got to play the Bucks twice, yeah. and they got to play the Saints twice. Those are two losses. Yeah. That, Next week they play the Bears. That's and then uh, they play the Panthers and the Lions. I say, you know, I say those are all winnable games. I but see Bears. I see Bears and Panthers. If you want to give them that, I think they could win their next three games: Bears, Panthers, Lions. They could be three and two. They could win the Raiders. Yeah, they be four and two. They're not beating the Chargers. And they're not beating the Chiefs. Yeah, so they're you not could, beating the Packers. And they're not beating the Vikings. No, they'll beat Vikings. No, Vikings are doo doo. I think the Vikings are a good team. Just got to give them more time for the year to get better. They're playing like dog crap, but I can uh, see them getting better. I'm, and then look at the end of the year. They got to end with Buccaneers twice. And they got to end with the Saints. Yeah, they're not making playoffs. Yeah, their last four games of the year are automatic L's. I can see them winning like possibly seven games. They're not making the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. Next game of the week, we had Broncos Steelers. Steelers winning twenty six twenty one. This is an interesting game. You know, Jeff Driscoll. No, Jeff. Is it Jeff or Drew Driscoll? It's Jeff Driscoll. Yeah, Jeff Driscoll. Drew Lock. Yeah. Drew Lock yeah. went yeah. down, and Jeff Driscoll came into the game. He didn't play terrible. 18 of 34 for 256 yards and two touchdowns with an interception. It's He's not bad. Good. I mean, the Steelers are actually a good team. I can see. You know, pretty, it's kind of hard to solid. tell. It's kind of hard to tell. Like, you know, that's what I was kind of saying, like, who's good and who isn't, because this is one of those games where it's like, I don't think the Broncos are that good. And then, oh, then they beat oh, the, And I don't think the Giants are that good. I mean, they're 2 0. I think they're a solid team. I did make the prediction that I thought they would be like you know third or fourth in the West. Oh, you mean the Steelers? Yeah, I'm talking about Steelers. I think I, I mean I think they're going to be a solid team. AFC North, by the way. I, no, I was just talking about the West, like total. You mean the AFC? I mean just the AFC. I don't know why I said West. Yeah, I just mean AFC. I'm thinking yeah. of basketball still. Yeah, but yeah, just in the AFC, mm-hmm. I think they're. Uh, oh, I could see that third or fourth team after. Well, the potentially, I think they got a really good. Uh, I mean, they got a great receiving core. You know, uh, Deontay uh, Johnson, they got that Claypool kid. Juju. Juju. And uh, they got one more guy. Um, what's his name? I'm trying to think. He's a – I'm blanking on his name. He's a He's really good. He's, James Conner? Eric yeah. – oh, they're tied in Eric Ebron. Well, yeah, but he, he's one more He's one more wide receiver. I think – I don't think he's one of, like, obviously the big three. Um, not the big three. James Washington? Yeah, James Washington. He's a, he's a good wide receiver. But like those four, they're, they're yeah. all four, all four of them are solid. I think the Steelers, maybe not a team people talk about that much for this year, but a dark horse team. They could actually have a solid year this year. And I think that's kind of like the same thing with. Uh, it's kind of been Big Ben's last two runaways. So. I, I, I think the Cardinals are like kind of like Steelers of the. NFL. Except totally opposite because they got a young quarterback, Kyler Murray. We can talk about the Cardinals. I'm talking about like from a dark horse standpoint. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, oh, yeah no, I agree. Uh, we can speak on the Cardinals game. They beat the Washington Football Team thirty to fifteen this week. Yeah, Kyler Murray's in his second year as being a quarterback with. Now the best weapon he's ever had in DeAndre Hopkins. Depending on how well they play, this could be a MVP type year. Okay, don't like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. about MVP consideration. Not saying mm, he's gonna win. I, I disagree on the MVP comment, but to say that I think this year will definitely be his biggest year of improvement. You know, that's what the second year of a quarterback's. That's what it always is usually. And as he's shown these first few games, he's looked a lot better. He's been, he's been killing. It. Yeah, making a lot better reads. Just last just, year, he looked a lot. He looked rushed. He looked like he was trying to scramble more. Like, my, my, I think he's realized yeah. this isn't college. Game this slowed is, down. Yeah, you, the game slowed down. You got to make better passes. People are a lot less open. You know, it's a different game, and I think he's adjusting well. He he's doing really well. I mean, my, Michael Vick said that he's like him. He's he's like him, but right-handed. 
you know, whenever a play is not open or whenever a play collapses, he's so good at just, okay, I'm going to roll to my right, run for the yeah. first down. You know, and uh, he's not like as uh, dynamic as, as a quickness type. He's Don't get me wrong, quick. He's definitely quick, but like it's like Lamar Jackson, but Lamar Jackson's like out of the this world. But I think he's. But I th- I wouldn't be surprised if Kyler Murray's in MVP consideration if the Cardinals are a playoff team and like you know, um, like a really good playoff team. Mm-hmm. Now but, uh, Titans Jaguars thirty three thirty for the Titans. You know people really talked crap about this Jaguars team, but Gardner Minshew had a chance for them to be two and zero right here. Yeah. Only losing by three. That's impressive. We got the Packers winning 42 to 21. Yeah, that's what I picked for my pickums. Oh, I'm hyped pick, for that. Pick. Uh, I picked uh, 49ers Jets, although we can talk about the 49ers. The 49ers got absolutely beat up. Jimmy G going they down, still, Nick Bosa gosh, going yeah. down. And they still handled the terrible. Jets. Still um, won 31 13 with their little bench in. Um, yeah. But back to the Packers Lions game, the Lions absolutely suck. And I think this is going to be like one of their worst years ever. It just looks like yeah. downhill from here. And uh, Aaron Rodgers, is, I think, is going to have a really good year this year. The Packers look pretty strong. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Bills beat the Dolphins 31-28. Actually a close game from what I expected. I thought the Bills were going to yeah. roll over the Dolphins. I thought, I thought well, I thought it would be like two touchdowns. I don't think the Dolphins are awful, but I don't think they're good. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Colts beat the Vikings 28-11. to I don't know what the Vikings are doing. I don't know doing. what is up with them. I, thought, I think the Colts are going to be an okay team, but I thought the Vikings would be better. I thought this would be like they're about the same. You know, as far as like, uh, I think the Vikings are a little bit better, but obviously maybe not that maybe not that way. Uh, they've had back to back bad weeks, but as yeah. I said, I just give them time. The, later on in the year, I can see them. Yeah, they're they're, they're, they're a good team. They see, they see start playing better. Kirk Cousins is going to have to do better. Um, yeah, I think he had like three ints in this game. Uh, not a good game from him. Yeah, um, no touchdowns, three ints, eleven to twenty six. Yeah, it's not good. I mean, I think I think Dalvin played decent. Um, nah, I mean, 14 carries for 63 yards and a touchdown is not, not awful. That's pretty bad for what he should be doing. Well, yeah. but And yeah, this Colts team is not good that bad. To, I mean, not that good for them to be playing that bad. Yeah. So they should definitely be playing better. Ravens beat the Texans 33-16. to 16. That, was a, yeah. that was a pretty good game. I mean, not a bad the Ravens, that just Ravens showed. The control, I mean, the Texans are a good team. And uh, I think they'll be good this year. But the Ravens just – Look like they haven't missed a beat from last year. Yeah. Disregarding the playoff blunder Titan, they had. The Titans. Yeah. Just going off that regular season, they look like the same team. I mean, defensively, yeah, they looked amazing. Uh, their secondary looked pretty strong. Marcus Peters leading and the, them. And, and then, Lamar just still so quick, making really smart decisions. I haven't seen him really, you know, in the, he hasn't really passer, had. He's really improved. Yeah. I mean, uh, that was his first thing in the NFL. Yeah. But I haven't seen him make any like dumb decisions. He seems to always make the smart play, which is really something yeah. you want to see in your quarterback. Yeah. It's good. Now, the Chiefs-Chargers game was actually a surprise. I don't know if yeah. you saw the Chiefs thought they were going to win big. Yeah, the Chargers are, uh, I think, a surprise for many people. I know it's only week two, but, like, um, they, they were 1-0, and and then they hung tough with the uh, Chiefs where everybody thought this would probably be a blowout. And mm-hmm. credit to uh, Justin Herbert. I mean, he came in, I think, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor, uh, Tyrod Taylor got hurt. Yeah, and uh, Justin Herbert comes in and First throws, game. Yeah, throws up for over 300 yards. And Plays a pretty I'm solid pretty, game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he threw over like 300 yards. I think he had three touchdowns maybe. He had – he was 22 oh, or 33 yeah, for touchdown. 311 yards, yeah. touchdown interception. I mean, this the, the Chiefs are a good team. Game. The Chiefs are a good team. And yeah. to have that kind of game in your first game, it's, it's what you like to see in a rookie. Yeah. I mean, I don't think the Chiefs played terrible, but they definitely – they could have won this game like easier, I think. 
But yeah. they really were coming from behind and, the whole game. And Harrison so, Butker. Or, or, uh, yeah, he made that kick three times from 53 and then from 58 got, twice. He's got, you know, ice water in his veins. It's a tough kick to make, and that's respect. 58. Uh, yeah. Next game, we had Patriots Seahawks. And I game game of the week. That game was just so much yeah. fun to watch. My Seahawks, baby. 35 30, you know. It's pretty high scoring. Yeah. Great offense. Russell Wilson Russell played a fantastic game. Arguably maybe the best quarterback in the league right now. I could definitely agree with that. Um, Five touchdowns. Literally was yeah. on if, a good Patriots defense. If I, they were number one in the league last year. I mean, that's just respect for Russell you, Wilson. If you had to pick five quarterbacks right now, game on the line, you know, you got two minutes on the clock. Actually, I don't know if you want to bring up last play of the game for Russell Wilson. No, 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 no last don't, play don't of the game. I don't know if you remember like, Malcolm Butler. I'm not saying like, I know, I know. Gosh, don't remind me. I'm talking about, um, you know, game on the line, two minutes two minutes like left. Two, like game. a two-minute drill? Two, yeah, two-minute drill. What, yeah, five, you definitely what five Russell. quarterbacks are you taking? You want Tom Brady, not, not in any particular order, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, yeah. and um, I guess Lamar Jackson because he's so – yeah, a, in I mean, I think you got Lamar right. in there. But um, to your point, Russell Wilson is a great quarterback, and he showed that. He yeah. put and not to give credit to my boy Cam. He played a great game as well. He led his team. He's really he's meshing well with that team a lot sooner than I expected. And you you saw that coming. I didn't. Yeah. Um, um, I think Bill. Belichick I should have started him. I started Tom Brady. Should have started I mean, Cam. He didn't have a terrible week, did he? But eight eight point ninety two. Eight points for Tom Brady. Yep. Wow! Yeah, and they won. I they think, won thirty-one. I think he only 16. had a touchdown and a, a pick, and he threw mm-hmm. for like two hundred something yards. But that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually want to look at his stats real quick. Now you say that twenty-five of thirty-five for two hundred seventeen yards, yeah. a touchdown, and interception. And a that's I mean, like a lot less yards than I'd expect from him. Yeah, I mean, still in a win, so that's good. They got I, wish win. It, I mean, touchdowns were the big thing there for as far as points. Yeah. Also, Cam ran in like three touchdowns. Yeah. Um, but Cam, Cam's really working nicely in that system. Exactly. Now, another thing about Cam Newton, he said his favorite part about joining the Patriots wasn't about, you know, being the next, like, guy to fill Tom Brady's shoes and be the next Patriots quarterback, which is, like, such a big title. But it was actually to be working with Bill Belichick, and he said that is because his dad reminds him so much of Bill Belichick. Now, I think that's a huge thing for his just progression with the Patriots. I mean, if you're number one coach, I mean, his dad's the one who trained him and, like, made him the Heisman beast that he is, has been his lifelong coach alongside him. Mm -hmm. Having that as your actual NFL coach, and the greatest football mind of all time, some yeah. say, is great for Cam. I think that that's going to mesh well perfectly. And I can you you said this before the season started, and I want to mm-hmm. kind of hop on your bandwagon. I can see Cam having a really, really good, good year. And I, just yeah. watching that Patriots team, they may have lost to the Seahawks, but I, I think the Seahawks are a really good team and could be the team coming out of the NFC. So I don't think that's nothing to mess around with. That's a yeah. impressive game from them, right. and I see that. You know, you can build on that, and I see the Patriots doing good this year. Yeah, I, I do too. I see the Patriots uh, making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I do. I think uh, Cam will have a good season, and I think um, it's a perfect fit with Bill Belichick. I think Belichick is a great coach for uh, Cam to work under. I think, um, you know, the offense is going to be really nice in, um, with Cam, and, you know, Bill Belichick will really just, you know, form the offense world, just play to uh, Cam's strengths and um, – yeah, and that's one thing, you know, B- Bill Belichick is, you know, great at is, you know, uh, did it with Tom Brady, played to Tom's strengths, uh, really just worked the system around the I quarterback. Mean, yeah, and one thing Chris Collinsworth said during that game is 
When's the last time we've seen Cam Newton throw the ball at this? I mean, my boy Julian Edelman, yeah. who I also have on my fantasy team, like, had his career high in receiving yards, but, and Cam really threw the ball well. Yeah, and you and if you he threw like great. Like if you look at the uh, the uh, Patriots wide receivers, is nothing like outstanding. And, yeah, and, you know his numbers um, from an offensive end and from a passing standpoint were were like really good. Thirty of forty four for three hundred and ninety seven yards, almost four hundred yards. And your interception. And your, he also ran in two other touchdowns. Yeah, and your uh, best wide receiver is Julian Edelman, which is no like he's a good good wide receiver, receiver but, he's, but he's not like he's not a big number one. Yeah, he's not like a huge. Yeah, it's like it's it's a bunch of you know guys who are solid, but it's nothing like you know going to. He's not like a Mike Evans or somebody like that. You know, somebody. Yeah. So credit to the Patriots. Now to the game coming on tonight. My quarterback Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. I need him to have a big night tonight against these Las Vegas Rams. I don't Rams. Sorry, Raiders. I don't see the Raiders doing much this year. I've had them as a bad team. Um, I think the Saints are a good team, and I really need – although they don't have Michael Thomas, I need them to have a big passing yeah. passing attack because yeah. Drew Brees needs to go off of me in fantasy. Yeah, I don't think uh, the Raiders are any pushover, but I think the Saints should be able to handle the Raiders um, pretty well. I see them winning by, like, two touchdowns. Michael Thomas mm-hmm. having a big game. I hope – you know, I'm getting drilled right now in fantasy, but just from – you know, Alvin Kamara's on my team, so I just want to see him play well. I think he'll have a nice game. Yeah. And uh, I see, you know, the uh, Saints winning by like two touchdowns or so. Now that game's tonight, how about we make a prediction for that? What do you – All right, all right. I'll, I'll go first. I got Saints winning 42 to 28. No, 42 to 24. I'm going – I'm going to go 35-21 Saints. All right, not um, bad. I see it being kind of close – um, through the first half, mm-hmm. see, I think the Saints will go into the uh, go into halftime with like you know lead like you know uh, like twenty one fourteen something like that, and I see I see it being um, Saints you know kind of pulling away and you know just winning ended up winning um, pretty handedly. I don't think the uh, Raiders will ever have like a chance where there'll be like a tie game here. I think the uh, Saints will really just control the game on both ends of the uh, field. So yeah. yeah. All right, well, thanks for listening to the Whoop and Shoot podcast. Make sure to go check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Anchor app. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram at whoop underscore shoot podcast. Anything else to add, Whoop? Uh, yes, make sure to uh, check out the next podcast, which we'll be dropping on Wednesday. We will be doing guessing the lines for our uh, NFL games. For so, week yeah. three, yeah. Yeah, week three NFL games. Yeah. Peace. Peace.